comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Episode 256. Microwave, but pissed my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. And tonight's episode, I, I will always love you. That's why The Bodyguard is the seventh best movie of all time. Wow. Uh, those are my facts, and I stand by them. Well, that's objective fact there. No. Science. Uh, there was science behind those that's facts. what I'm saying. Though. Objective fact. Oh, yeah. Not subjective. Not subjective. Objective. Welcome to episode 256 of Half Hour Wasted. Apologize for my... It's good to see you guys. Happy Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day, it's a, guys. It's a combo show, actually. Yeah. Wow. Valentine's Day... Is coming up, uh-huh. and we have a birthday coming up. It's a show full we of love. We have a birthday. Everybody, Abe Lincoln's turning. Um, Bill's going to be what's eighteen sixty? Bill's going to be forty-four. Going to be forty-four, Bill. Oh yeah, that's right. Is it forty-four about or forty-three? No, I'm going to be forty-four. Okay, and, and if you're, I'm doing and the math yet you're right. wearing an Angry Birds T-shirt. There's no, nothing, actually, there's nothing sadder than a grown man. I got this. A, I, it's not an Angry Birds shirt. Uh, every, I I wish it was a video podcast so I could refute <laughs> you objectively. Uh, no, this is uh, Perry from um, Phineas and Ferb. It's totally oh, different. Okay. okay. Yes, it's totally different. There's there's no so okay. no similar Happy to what's, birthday. Uh-uh. Yeah. No February seventeenth, listeners. Well, happy birthday, dude! Bill. No way! Happy birthday. Frank got me a hash February. brown from Whataburgers. That's awesome. Is it still warm? <laughs> yeah, it's warm. <laughs> February seventeenth for the listeners out there. So send it's Bill your on Twitter. Tweets. It's the voice hhw. Oh, holy or Bill at halfhourwasted dot com. You kidding me? Where'd you find this? I found it at Target. Read it. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh. <laughs> The card, uh, the card has a couple of pictures of a kid who appears to be a, uh, I don't know, a fourth grader, something like that, and uh, it is entitled Silly Billy. Little Billy was squirming around in the back of the class when his teacher asked him what was wrong. Billy whispered that he had poison ivy on his privates and was real itchy. The teacher sent him to phone his mom, and when he came back to class, he sat back down. All of a sudden, Billy's classmates were giggling and laughing, and when the, te- when the teacher went to see why, she saw Billy standing there with his wee-wee hanging out. What are you doing? She gasped. Didn't you call your mom? I did, replied Billy. She said she'd pick me up from school if I could stick it out till noon. <laughs> oh. Dang it. Uh. <laughs> Dang it. Where's the thing? Oh, I'm such a slacker. You could do it here. Just auto do it. Wait a minute. I got it. And then I'll. There it is. There we go. So say the last line. Read, again, read the last line. Okay. Again. She said she'd pick me up from school if I could stick it out till noon. Wow. Happy birthday and congratulations on sticking it out another year. Happy birthday, Bill. Maybe that explains why I'm in between jobs. <laughs> yeah, you were sticking it out a lot at work. Well, uh, Bill, I, I was clearly I instructed to, to do that. My, and I didn't know. I was just my, following instructions, man. Most favorite things about <laughs> that I ever remember about Frank is. I don't even remember where where we were. It was a while back. But this like, isn't a we hash would walk brown, outside. by the way. This is a gift card. Yeah. I love you. We would walk outside, and Frank would go, yeah. <laughs> man, it feels good out. I think I'll leave it out. <laughs> you have to put your hands that, on your hips when you do that, too. Yeah. That was the, uh, that was the old days before, uh, before Frank matured. Bill, that's good for, Thank for you. $10.99 cent yeah. items. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, brother, and uh, trust me, I'll use it. 
Hey, I hear they make good shakes there too. Yes, they do. Mm. And I they made do. that. I, I hey, this is uh, to Whataburger to get. This that. is Glenn Morshower's favorite place. Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. You remember? Remember talking to talking to Glenn Morshower? Oh, that's right. That's right. At yeah, the, yep. at the convention. Yep. He I was wish the, we had uh, recorded that. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, we got to uh, what a year and a half, two years ago. We got uh-huh. to talk to the great Glenn Morshower, who was. Uh, uh, he was the bodyguard for um, the first lady in uh, multiple seasons of 24. 24. He's a older red-haired gentleman. He does, does a lot of military roles, character actor Absolutely, type of yes. guy. Yeah, you, he was you, in the Transformers movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was um, um, he was one of the few things that did make me spit up in uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon. Yeah, really. Although I got to admit, um, I watched that movie. Um, uh, I, I red-boxed that movie. Um, oh, gosh, a month or so ago. About, about the time it came out. Um, you know that 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 feeling you get when you know the milk is bad, but you have to open the carton and smell it anyway. Yeah, right. yeah. Smell or, this, or when you know you you see the car flipped over, you know, down the embankment, and you just have to slow down and right. It's like onlooker slowdown yeah. is what it is with that movie. I think uh, Steve Martin referred to them as rubberneckers. Yep, yep. Rubberneckers. Um, that um, now I would argue. I would argue yes. that because of that. That yes. makes that a good movie because yeah. you want to seek it out again. I don't. It's for Bill. It is. Well, he, it's almost. It's almost. Like like it was the, so uh, bad. Wait a minute. Had, had you seen it and then you red boxed it? Time. Yeah. No. So remember, that was actually your go, second time. To I went see to it? go see it in the movie theaters because I read a review on uh, Ain't It Cool. And you watched com, it the whole time. And the review, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't Hercules or Harry. It was one of the other cats. I forget who, but uh, maybe it was Hercules. Anyway. Uh, the review basically said that this was this movie was why they invented 3D technology, and the review went on to say that that Michael Bay, um, that working in a 3D environment forced Michael Bay to slow down his his edits and his cuts and and you the, notice how instead of scooting his chair forward, <laughs> he just pulled the whole daggum yeah. table towards him. That's funny. That's, that's Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, all, all right. of a sudden my laptop starts <laughs> yeah. sliding to the right, and I'm like, what's going on? Hey, my laptop is no longer centered. On? It's like, oh, my gosh. I didn't mean to interrupt the Michael Bay talk. <laughs> so, no, I didn't mean to get into it. I think we talked about this before. But, yeah, I, I just I sat slack-jawed in the theater, literally slack-jawed, going, really? That's what you're going with? Yeah. And, um, you know, the movie was so long. And there were just like, there were like whole 20-minute chunks of that movie that didn't need to be there. And, yeah, whatever. So I've decided to open the milk carton up and smell the milk again to make sure. Was it any better the second spoiled. time? It, I, I guess I must have been in a weird. I guess that means the no. movie was a little <laughs> bit better. It wasn't. Ooh, I have, okay, I it wasn't as egregious watching it in my house as opposed to in the theater. Maybe it was because I wasn't a captive audience. I could actually get up and walk away from if I wanted to. Um, but uh, or maybe it was just because I kind of knew what was getting ready to happen, you know. So I, it wasn't just you know really, you know, uh, two and a half hours of me going really, really. There, really? there is there is more value in a, the the one thing you never want if you ever make mm-hmm. a movie you want it to be is you want it to be middle of the road that it becomes forgettable. Yes, you always want to be so good that you have to see it again, or so bad that you can't believe it. Yeah, that you tell your friends <laughs> and that they have to see it because it's so bad. Yeah. That middle of the road is. Where all the forgotten movies go, where just all those movies where it's just like, oh yes. yeah, that I remember movie. that yeah. one. That was okay. Yeah, that has was, that was Kevin Costner in it. Yeah, nice. a lot of Kevin Costner movies are yeah. like that. Or, like yeah. that one where his vote would decide the um, the president Ooh. of the United States. Do you remember that uh, one? Yeah, yeah. barely. See? Meet Dave or whatever that was. Barely. Well, happy birthday to you, Bill. Yeah, and um, I appreciate it, man. You know there there are times on the show when I want to fly yeah. over at the fly over the table and and mm-hmm. you know shove the microphone in your mouth or, okay. or just yell at you or whatever okay. but right. no matter what you do That's i just want you to know this one thing that was a wow it's a dual purpose for that while that was, i mean it that was a uh that that lady had a three octave vocal range. Yeah, just just yesterday, as of this recording, last night. Yeah, Whitney Houston. I didn't know until passed this away. She was only forty eight, guys. Yeah, and uh, forty eight. I'm, I'm now forty four, and hopefully, I'm not four years away from taking a dirt nap. Say what you will about 
you know, her style of music or or whatever. I mean, she could sing. She yeah, really she could. could belt it out. I, and she was a decent actress. You know, Frank, yeah. uh, you said that she had uh, like four... Six movies. Six movies? I wanted to time something out. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let me bring up her list. It's a very short list of acting that she's done. Yes. Uh, one of them was, I guess, a recurring role on the TV show Give Me a Break. She played a character. Oh, yeah? Really? I did not know or that. Maybe it was one episode, but she played a That's character. That's the show about Rita. the Kit Kat bar, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the whole show about Good a kick. Good call. Um, then her, according to this, her first movie, mm-hmm. The Bodyguard. Yeah, I think that was her first movie. And Owls it was were... it was a Kevin Costner movie and mm-hmm. but she actually was okay in mm-hmm. it. And that's kinda that's become like a running joke now in in cinema and stuff, to have that scene where someone's carrying you out right. and and that music playing. The Simpsons even did a, yeah. an episode of that where Homer had to carry Mark Hamill <laughs> through a convention of, of geeks. And that oh, song yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, uh, most people don't know that in 1989, um, she uh, was a performer. Um, she performed two songs in Die Hausmeisterin, uh, the TV series. Uh, I, I, I have to stop and because you, you do this a lot, and it's always so funny. You always go, well, a lot of people didn't know this, but, and then you click on the story and then read it as it is, like, as if it's just coming from your head. Right. Like, that's a lot of people didn't know this. You're really <laughs> pulling the curtain back right now. But you, it's so funny the way you do that. It's a, a lot of people don't know this. Bill, well, I, Bill is not as smart as he uh, as he comes across on the on the program. No, I do have strong computer skills though. So but that, that helps. but that's always funny. When you you do Google that. search with the best of them. Bill. Dang right. Uh, um, the, no, let me finish the other yes. list of movies. She also did a movie called Waiting to Exhale. I think we all uh-huh. kind of remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was the, uh, starring Bill Clinton, right? <clears throat> uh, yes. Boom! No, 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 Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Um, the preacher's wife. Yes. Uh, she played. Hang on, I have a review of that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know who directed that? I think that was Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. Really? Really? Penny Marshall. She, uh, she directed um, that. Let me search that. That crazy movie with Madonna and Tom Hanks and all the crazy lady baseball uh, players. Yes. Uh, she played Cinderella in a TV movie version mm-hmm. of, uh, of of Cinderella. She was the fairy godmother. Yes. And finally, she has an upcoming movie called Sparkle, which okay. let me read the description of that. It sounds kind of interesting. Uh, three sisters from a successful singing group must deal with their fallout of fame and drugs. Oh, no. And that's by uh, sounds, Sammy sounds a- familiar. Aiken. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. Sam Aiken? Is that like Clay's brother? Salima? Salima a kill. We don't know oh, as of this okay. recording why right. she died yet. No. Is that correct? They haven't yeah. released it. But, I mean, she's had her problems with struggles with drugs and stuff. And tonight are the Grammy Awards, along with the premiere of the second half season of Walking Dead, which I'm very excited about. Oh, okay. About. So um, which one are you going to be watching? Well, I'm going to watch the <laughs> Grammys at 7, and then I'm going to switch over. I'm going to record them. Then okay. I'm going to switch over to Walking Dead at okay. 8, and then I'll go back to the... I just want to see the Foo Fighters perform. Hey, um, speaking of, dude, okay... Last night, I had one of those one of those weird little moments as an adult. Uh, this this is specifically goes out to those of you with children. Um, uh, those of you who who've got children who are approaching you know the age of say tennis or whatever uh, might know what I'm talking about. Where you just start having these little moments where you realize you're interacting with your child almost you know man to man, almost as you know two adults talking to each other. It's not it's not father talking to daughter it's just two people talking to each other and and you catch yourself after a few moments you know and you just go wow that's really kind of cool you know uh, because you just can't conceive you know when those kids are in diapers and they're having tantrums and stuff that you're going to get to the point where you know it's basically two you know not equals necessarily but you know two people with their own agendas and their own dislikes and likes and and you know peculiarities and all that and it's just it's it was a really cool moment um uh the great if you've got the palladium uh it's a uh, an hd station uh-huh. um on your hd cable network whatever you listen to palladium is uh doing a bunch of uh, grammy related stuff this weekend yeah and i've seen bits of this before but never watched all the way through um it came on i, I came in on it like right as it was starting and so uh foo fighters here and now two-hour-long documentary um, on the Foo Fighters. Just, it is, 
If you haven't awesome. seen it, no, I saw okay. it in the theater. I have oh, the Blu-ray. Oh, you saw the theater. Okay, I have the Blu-ray. That is incredible. Is it called Here and Now or Back and Forth? Oh, I don't know. It's one of those two. Up and down. It, it may up be. Right. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's up and down. I think Frank's right. Um, back, it's called Back and Forth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Here and there. It's fantastic. Yes, it is absolutely fantastic. And uh, it was uh, Sasha had left the house uh, to go do her improv thing. Uh, her improv group won last night, by the way. Rock on. Fantastic. Yay. Yes. And this is not the first uh, win. She, she's like, she's like the Eli Manning of, of improv performers. She, just, oh, she can't, she can't ugly? lose. She can't lose the playoffs. She is not. Want to hear a clip <laughs> from her? I, 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 I wouldn't call her short. Uh, she's certainly not ugly. Want to hear um, a clip from back and forth? Yeah. There we go. Like a week and a half off in between two legs of the tour. Oh yeah, that's Dave Grohl talking. That's where um, about Nirvana. That well, he's talking about. Oh, okay. I thought that, that's wasn't he talking about uh, where Pat Smear was getting ready to leave at that point? Or Possibly, no, those yeah. those their first. Um, yeah, uh, he was talking about Nirvana at that point. Okay, okay. Oh, that's right. That's where Kurt went to Rome with yeah. Whitney and fell into a coma. And Courtney, Courtney, yeah, well, Whitney, were, Whitney. Eh. We got Whitney on the brain. Sorry, speed, speed of Whitney. Patch me to, up. I'm trying to make those kind of jokes. Um, this will, um, this is a clip I found. Well, you get to finish your story, but we're talking about Whitney. Cool. This is a uh, chunky Asian kid sings better than WhitneyHouston.com. That's the name of the web address? Uh, I'm sorry, that's that's on YouTube. It's not dot .com. There's no dot .com. Chunky Asian. <laughs> that's a heck of a URL. I thought I I thought I had him uh, breaking out. I don't think he sings better than her, but he sounds like he can carry a tune. You know, I thought this would be funnier. So Is anyway, it a lady? move on. No, it's a chunky um, white kid or a chunky Chinese kid. So it comes on, and I'm kind of stalling. Uh, we're going to go back. Uh, we're going to watch. Uh, uh, I've got the Blu-ray, rented the Blu-ray, red boxed again of uh, the most recent Spy Kids movie. And uh, so it's 8 o'clock, and I see this is coming on Palladium, so I flip to it, and we start watching it. And I just I keep, I keep telling Zoe, Sage is messing with Legos, and he's kind of off in his own little Sage land. I mean, he, he's right in the middle of the living room. You know, he's, on the, he's working on the coffee table. But Zoe's crashed on the sofa, um, relaxing. I'm, I'm chillaxing on the, uh, the Lazy Boy. And we end up watching over an hour of this thing, and Zoe is into it. Yeah, it's awesome. And, I mean, to the point where she was asking if I had their albums. Really? Yeah, and I've got, you know, I bought... Uh, Tell her Uncle Brad has them all. Yeah. Well, I told her that I've got I've got the first two albums. I've got, you know, their eponymous, you know, debut album, and I've got The Color and the Shape, uh, which has a proper uh, British uh, spelling, by the way, mm-hmm. of the word color, which is awesome. And... Um, yeah, she was totally into uh, you know songs like My Hero, and she I had to explain to her uh, what the deal was with the uh, the videos, <laughs> the Mentos commercial videos. Right. <laughs> she's just yeah, you know, she sees Dave Grohl and pigtails, and she's you know she's going, "What the heck is that?" I'm having to explain it to her and all that. Yes, exactly that. That's a great ex- video for and, Big oh, Me. And explain to it your to heavens, the, to yes, the, uh, to the listening audience. Um, uh, go research a Mentos video, somebody. Um, they're extremely silly, and they've got a very European feel to them. Um, uh, there's costumes and goofiness, and uh, basically it's innocent, fun. Uh, so yeah. now the candy makes everything better. Yeah, uh, you know, pulling crazy pranks like, you know, a limo pulls up, and so you kind of like open one door of the limo walk through the person goes what are you doing and you just smile at him and walk through the other door of the limo and out you know and see so, you know it's innocent fun you know kind of innocent pranksterism uh is kind of the other uh, order of the day in these commercials uh but uh, but zoe just she did not get what was what was going on with the uh, the video stuff but uh we ended up watching it for over an hour i ended up recording the last 45 minutes That's of it so we, could watch, so we could finish it up um but i just I just had that kind of one of those Eureka type moments where it's like, wow, she's like turned into her own little person, yeah. you know, because we don't listen to enough music around the house. Uh, when we do, um, God bless uh, the professor, but she's probably going to play one of the 20 songs that she listens to on loop. You know? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you know, she only likes twenty songs. Yeah, you know, she's now nah, I'm 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 selling her short, she which has I a should not do. But vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, she she likes what she likes, and she's not. You know, there there are many people out there who they like what they like, and they're not necessarily looking to add to that repertoire. And there are some people out there who are voraciously searching for new music. You know, at all times, and I'm I certainly fall more into the latter camp than the former camp. Um, uh, though. It's kind of like uh, comic books. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to know what's out now, but you know, I kind of want to go back and you know hit myself with some of the classics again. Like I've been, right. I've been rereading. Uh, um, I've just one of the one of the side effects of uh, of my current situation is that uh, I haven't bought a comic book in like three weeks now, and I kind of miss it. Um, but you know, it's not that bad. I mean, part of it is I've got, I've got what. Uh, Nine short boxes, two long boxes, and uh, four or five cubes on my uh, bookshelf full of comics. So I could, I don't need to buy any more comics. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you know, like someone who follows a soap opera, you know, you want to know where the story goes. And, and you know, as I've said it, you know, many times before, I've been very interested in, in what the New Fifty Two is doing, and you know, I followed the Avengers, and the Fantastic Four, and stuff, and the Marvel Universe, but. Uh, um, but all in all, yeah, I miss it, and I'm kind of curious as to you know what's going on. But uh, there hasn't been any deep, you know, deep gnawing in my breast. You know, you know there hasn't been any kind of oh my god, I, I'm just I'm, I'm you know, there's a hole in my life that, that can only be filled with the continuing adventures of Superboy or you know, whatever. Right. And I don't know. I'd I'd still like to. I'd still like to go to the comic store and and you know maybe pick up the Legion or the Fantastic Four or something. But I think you know unless i win the lottery or fall into a crazy kick-ass job or start having to turn down freelance work or something i I don't know that i'll ever go back to you know spending average i don't know i did probably average about 20 bucks a week at the at the comic store um so uh yeah i just figured you know that's a real easy way to cut out Mm -hmm. you know almost a hundred dollars a month yeah yep so i mean (laughs) that that math works out real easily it hurts but but it's where i mean i haven't bought a new comic in three or four months yeah and and what's a drag is we don't really have a way to uh to see these comics um other than buying them these days well so. we could you know go to the comic book store slash library and just stand there and read them <laughs> yeah <laughs> no doubt do we have anything else we wanted to say about whitney houston um, um yeah well i i have a question for you guys um i just wonder which of these uh two episodes of uh Deet Hamaister and uh, you liked better was it the uh, the 1989 um, Einmal and Lieben an episode uh, where she performs I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me uh, she's uncredited by the way or is it um, also the 1989 episode uh, Mir geht's gut ach wenn's mir schlecht geht that uh, one was much better yeah than I the thought first. so too well she performs just the lonely talking again also uncredited. Yeah, that one was much better than that first one. Yeah, I think it really. She, had, she was nervous on the first one, and then when she came back and did it again, she. I was really much think better. it stinks that she wasn't credited for that. Um, and I don't know what the deal is with the Germans. Hey, Germans but, love David Hasselhoff, well, not Whitney Houston. Apparently, they love Whitney Houston too because she was also in Geschichten aus dem Leben, um, and uh, she was in two episodes of that, Gewinnen uh, für Voce, and uh, Codewort Agnes. Uh-huh. He's just yes. showing off now. He's just showing off now. Well, I took two years of German, and you know, I'm not going to translate for you. You can pronunciate German, you just can't understand it. I, That's basically like the way I, I am with with Spanish. Mm-hmm. Do you guys hear about George Lucas? Español. Oh yeah, you had, um, you had I've heard it. Yes, today. I've heard of George Lucas. Well, where have I heard that? Apparently, name? let me mm-hmm. call this article up. Apparently, George Lucas uh, has Alzheimer's. Okay. Is and this a, is that a laugh? It's very line? sad. No, it's very sad. Um, it hasn't been officially diagnosed, yes. but uh, he has gone on record as saying that. Um, Am I going to heck for expecting it, a punchline? Out that of this? it was in fact Greedo uh, that yeah. shot first in the original Star Wars. Okay. Um, that Han that's that Han good. did not in fact shoot first. This is the no, quote. That's bad. I'm sorry. This is the quote he says. Yeah. The controversy over who shot first, Greedo or Han Solo, in Episode Four. <sighs> what I did was try, and he's talking about. Yeah, the re-edit for the DVD releases and stuff. Right. What I tried to do was clean up the confusion, but obviously it upset people because they wanted Solo, who seemed to be the one who shot first in the original, to be a cold-blooded killer, but he actually isn't. It had been done in all close-ups, and it was confusing about who did what to whom. 
I put a little wider shot in there that made it clear that Greedo is the one who shot first. But everyone wanted to think that Hans shot first because they wanted to think that he actually just gunned him down. So in this article... Oh, it makes my brain tired. Yeah, in this article, they've got a shot of the original, yeah. unaltered. Okay. And it's clear yes. that Hans shoots first. There's one gunshot yeah. and, and a bunch and it, of explosion and, and light. Yeah, and, and then it, we see Greedo slumped over his yeah. over the table. Actually, first we see the mannequin of Greedo uh, <laughs> through the smoke. Then you see him okay. fall through light. It's clear. That. It's clear as a bell to anybody that Han Solo shot first. Why? And if if it wasn't that clear, why would fandom all be up in arms about the changes that were made? What the heck, to George? begin with? I actually have a theory on this. He's okay. obviously starting to go senile. No, I think he is genius, and here's why. He knows how to keep things alive and going. By him saying, Greedo shot first makes people like us go nuts and we want to talk about it more. And by talking about it, we get people excited who maybe didn't know about it. And then they want to see it. <laughs> and then this is just a, See? Lucas is a genius. He just... He plays it cool. He says it's black when it's white. Here's the original. You argue over it. He's a genius. There's a shot of Greedo. Shot of Han. Yeah, but this time I've got the money. Shot a Greedo. Shot a Han. He now reaches he's up. Kinda, he's kind of yeah, doing that with his hand. Wall. Now you see a shot of him unloosening his blaster. Back to the shot of him playing with the wall. Now we're on Greedo. Even I get boarded sometimes. Pulling the gun out of the holster. Back to Greedo. Back to Han. My, my dead body. body. Back to Greedo. Han. Gunshot. Mannequin with the smoke. Right. And Greedo falls over. Now, I'm sorry. It's clear as a bell. George. See? It's clear George. as a glass of Crystal Pepsi. Oh, George. Callback. George is smart, Brad. He knows what's going on. That's why he put Jar Jar... In Phantom Menace, because he knew that that was going to make people mad. You think like he putting that character? Yeah. Refer back to the other movies, make people love them more, go back, buy more crap. George Lucas, he's not a millionaire by luck. Listen, a billionaire by luck. <laughs> he knows what's going on. Let me read the first half of, the game. of this first sentence in this quote. All of us. Yes. The controversy over who shot first, Greedo or Han Solo, in Episode Four. What I did was try to clean up the confusion. There's no confusion. It's crystal clear. That that is interesting. That's that is the, the kind the, of guy the code of the week there. That's the kind of guy that Han was. That's exactly the point. The, the whole point is but that he's Han saying he's was not, not. He's saying he's not a cold-blooded killer. Yeah, Han was not a homogenous character. The the whole point of that arc was to show han going from somebody who was willing to do anything like smuggle to someone who became you know worthy to marry a princess you know you know to show his care you know han had one of the had one of the, the the few really interesting character arcs uh because i wouldn't say that those that the star wars characters were ciphers um but let's face it uh um Leia, you know, didn't go through a whole lot of changes. I mean, basically Han and Luke, you know, they had some they had some pretty interesting character arcs there. And a lot of other people, um, a lot of the other characters in the movie were just kind of who they were. Uh, I mean, Leia was tough and smart and, and you know, pretty whatever um, the whole way through. Um, I guess she became a little bit more earthy, a little bit more, you know, rough and tumble um after alderaan was destroyed and she had to stop wearing you know the white robes and had to put on like army gear and shoot people and stuff i, th I think i think this is lucas just playing with us brad i it, just it, think it, it is he's it's sad and clearly um there's there's a photo of him that i've seen where he's wearing a t-shirt that says han shot first yeah from you a few see, years back okay. he's totally this is totally a game because he knows that he probably laughs 
at fanboys who get mad about this. And he's he's probably at his compound going, hey, guys, they want to interview me over at this magazine. Taking yeah, a she, bath in his money. Yeah. She goes, <laughs> you know, smoking a cigar made out of a hundred dollar bills. Yeah. Hey, guys. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring up the whole this thing. This cigar again. tastes like America. <laughs> <laughs> this is this will really get their goat. Watch this. I was trying to clear up confusion about this because obviously fanboys don't get it. There's another website here where somebody (laughs) has scans or photocopies of the George, uh, the Alan Dean Foster. Yes. Shadow written novelization of the first Star Wars movie. Okay. Uh, It's credited to George Lucas, but it was actually Alan Dean Foster that wrote it. I did not know that. And there's, there's, uh, now is that the novelization or was because the the book came out first right yes or did it yes it okay. came out uh in 1976 and that was written by Aldine foster yes what you're but it says george lucas interesting so and it was it was only a few months before uh-huh. the movie came it out. it was done so. by a ghost right rider. anyway there's copies of the scene in the in the cantina where it it's basically says you know han right greedo it describes okay. the action of so anyways I just thought that was funny. Yeah, and, and you know maybe Frank's right. It it it, it totally is. It it's that's just you know what it, that's that's how he keeps the Google search up high on Star Wars. Yeah. You know, you, you put some word out there. You know, the three D's coming out. He wants to make sure people see yeah. it. He says this. It gets people all riled up. People go see it anyway. I mean, it just it's one of those things where you've almost got you know like like you can have event fatigue. You, you people are almost getting to the point where they've got mad at George Lucas fatigue. You know, George Lucas ripped my childhood fatigue. You know, you know what I'm talking about, man? So, speaking of Star Wars and stuff, <sighs> the three of us were going to go see Phantom Menace in mm-hmm. uh, 3D. Mm-hmm. But after researching ticket prices at the place we wanted to go, it was yeah. $14.75 for a 10.30 a.m. Sunday morning show. And the reason it's that much is because it was on the big XD screen. Um, Well, okay. So my question was, what was the primetime ticket price then? Same price. So you don't get a break on it. Same price. Okay. Because I went and saw Thor uh, the Thursday midnight it came out many months ago. And it was... it may have been fourteen seventy five, but I thought it was 15 flat. Might have been. Yeah. Whatever. But it's the same price. I but, mean, what's a quarter? You know, it's just, that's it amazing. Was, yeah, the, there's there's no break for a matinee. It was a 3D premium, and it was the yeah. premium for the XD screen. Right. So it's like what? So needless five, to say, five bucks on top of the normal ticket, ten dollar ticket price, I guess. Needless to say, we didn't go see it. Russell Latham saw it. He said it was cool seeing it on the big screen again, but the 3D was very subtle. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, I just remembered that there is a big change mm-hmm. from. The, previous versions in that really episode one yoda when it came out was a puppet and it's that way okay um i honestly don't know if it's that way on the new blu-ray yeah. release or not you know i haven't even uh, i've cracked the blu-ray just to watch the special features yeah i have not watched any of the movies. i haven't Aww. watched the phantom menace but Man, in, the, I, in the 3d release yeah. it's cgi yoda now in episode oh, one. no kidding they got rid of the puppet which All they right. weren't a fan of I did, you know I thought the puppet looked uh, if it was the puppet they were using in in many of the scenes I the, the puppet looked kind of weird. It says here it looked, in this article it, it does say that it was changed that way for the for the Blu-ray. The puppet looked vaguely sinister to yeah. me. Um, you didn't look friendly and and confused. I like would have I would have liked Empire. to have seen the the three-way lightsaber duel yes. in, in 3D because you know especially in the the weird. Mm-hmm. parts of the Naboo uh, hanger where there's like hopping from light bridge to yes. light bridge and all that stuff, oh, yeah. you know, that would have been cool. Um, but, you know, so it's almost honestly, a Tron like thing where they were just putting you in a 3d environment as opposed I to guess. like flinging stuff at the screen and making you duck. Right. Cause it yeah. wasn't it right. Done it wasn't way. shot that way. Obviously now. And Frank said before the show that episode two would be a better one. I would love to see Coruscant in 3d. Yeah. Because there's so much going on with that, yeah. and the uh, and the battle at the ninth real battle and stuff like that. I mean, that stuff's yes. yeah. just a lot of fun. That's that's and, 
that's going to make that's I'm excited about that. I tell you what I'm excited about is seeing um, Padme and Anakin um, <laughs> run towards each other through a field of lilies uh-huh. uh, in 3D. That'll be because you'll really get the sensation that they're coming towards each other. Uh-huh. You know, I'd like to see like the, a dang the, the grasses waving in the. Absolutely. I want to see if you can improve like acting. Ducca. I want to see if you can improve acting with 3D. That's my <laughs> Wouldn't thing. Wouldn't that be great? Oh God, I know we beat this horse uh, to death on a number of occasions, but uh, it still gets me that Hayden Christensen is not the most awful actor ever. In fact, a lot of people think he's pretty good, but you just how does he deliver such a wooden performance? And the fact that George Lucas is eight feet away from him as he's acting as a blue screen. And George Lucas says, that's exactly the performance I want. Cut, wrap, print. Or whatever they do in the digital realm. I know it's not print. Well, we'll never know the answer to that question. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and all these actors are capable of acting well. I, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson, these are all established actors. Yeah. So they were obviously given the direction, no. I, God, I heard for you to do flat. I heard someone. Um, and, oh gosh, where was it? Where did I read or hear this? But uh, someone was lamenting the fact that Sammy Jackson had uh, gotten the role of Mace Windu, and it said, you know, why? Why Sammy Jackson? Because he's so, he's so recognizable. It kind of takes you out of it every time you see him. You go, hey, that's the Snakes of the Plane dude, or that's right. that's Pulp Fiction guy, or that's the that's Nick you know, Fury, that's Nick Fury, or whatever. You just you, your first thought is not, hey, that's Mace Windu. No, your first thought is that's Samuel L. Jackson, and then you have to tell yourself. It's Samuel Jackson playing the part of Mace Windu, and then after about fifteen seconds, your brain kind of, kind of regears itself, and, and then you, you know, and then the scene's over. Basically, see, I've gotten to the point where I can, I can look at Samuel Jackson in yeah. whatever role he's in, yeah. and not think, "Hey, there's Samuel Jackson." I can, I'm, okay. I love Mace Windu, the character of Mace Windu, yeah. and so when I look at him, I think, "All right, that's." But Mace how Windu's, great! Mace okay. Windu is awesome. It, much in the way that that I've that I bemoan the fact that um, somebody like a Ryan Philippe type didn't get the Anakin role, which yeah. I still think is a crime, um, or maybe a, you know, hell, Ryan Gosling, somebody like that. How cool would it have been if Terrence Howard had had the role of Mace Windu? Someone who was a subtle actor and who you didn't automatically associate with a half dozen different other roles. Someone who you could just instantly well, it's, go, hey, it's Mace Windu, as opposed to having to go through that. this whole process of, oh, hey, it's the Snakes of the Plane, dude. No, Is it's it the only Sam no, Jackson the- that affects you this way? Um, in the Star Wars movies, um, yeah, because I didn't really... You know, you know, with, with Obi Wan, with you and McGregor, Smits. you know, I don't go. Hey, it's the train spotting guy. No, wait, it's the you know, it's the guy from. You, you know, I, I I would argue that with uh, with Samuel Jackson, uh-huh. he he in a lot of movies he plays himself. He has yeah. like one actor, one prominent type of acting role that he does. He does it well. Yes, and it's mostly himself that he plays. He is. You could easily say 80% of the movies he's in, he's playing the same character. Mm-hmm. Michael Douglas does that. Yeah, Michael Douglas. A lot time. of good actors that we love. Al Pacino do that. does that. There's, it's not a Eat. bad thing. I have so many names. <laughs> I think. Uh, I, I think, don't know what to say. I don't, see, I don't feel that way about Sam Jackson. I, <laughs> I get the feeling that he's. Like when he was in uh, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. I you know I that's love a, that that's role. Okay, that's that twenty percent. Okay, you know what? I'll give you that. We just saw uh, most of Jurassic Park a week or so ago. It showed up on one of them HBOs or whatever. Yeah, and uh, I didn't even remember that Sammy Jackson right. was in it. And that boy chain smokes. He, yeah, there's not one scene where he doesn't have a lit cigarette. What's going on it's with just your interesting. mouse? Interesting. I don't know. I, I have an optical. I can get you a mouse. Uh, there's a mouse pad right next to the other laptop. Really? Go grab it. Stun. Yeah, this works. Okay. I have an optical mouse, and yeah. I wasn't working on these things. So. Oh, well, mine works fine on there. Yeah. Let me read this little clip here from this 3D uh, Phantom Menace 3D review. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, how has the Phantom Menace fared since its initial release, looking at it critically and away from all the fan anger at Lucas? Well, the same faults still remain with the film. It's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. It appears to have been shot with a first draft yes. screenplay and removes much of the physical effects that made the original trilogy so believable. There's little to no weight to most of the cartoon-like effects now, and pretty lights do not make a film. The only change for the better is that the weird stoned Yoda puppet <laughs> <laughs> has okay, been maybe. changed to the CGI one of episodes two and three. Okay. The same change is in the Blu-ray saga. But even that's not as good as the original puppet from 30 years ago, yeah. which I agree with. Yeah, and, and maybe that's 
maybe that that that's an interesting yeah. way to describe the the puppet because yeah that basically fits in with my theory that 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 puppet looked vaguely sinister oh yeah. maybe that's why maybe his his eyes kind of reminded me a, a lot of the child's play a chucky from child's <laughs> oh, play you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. that look on his face or whatever well and he looks kind of almost half cross-eyed yeah you know um and, and you know that that puppet was really disturbing didn't uh, we have something else we wanted to talk about? Well, we wanted to do that T-shirt let's, thing. But let's you know, do it. Let's just, yeah. Okay. So uh, I was at Kohl's the other day. Oh, Kohl's yeah, is pu- a department pull store. It up. Okay. And let's go ahead. Emailed yeah, you. I don't mind. Let's just do this, and then okay. we'll talk about those other stuff. Hey, um, by the way, uh, a lot of you might not I know that, you to picture uh, that Whitney Houston uh, was also in 2006 in uh, Schlagged and Rob. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Frank, Der Wedding Planner. What is <laughs> what is the bottom of yes. this? Uh, in the episode, looks Nadia like and Yorg. Uh, let, let me let me describe the T-shirt first. It was at Kohl's. Uh, it okay. said "Superheroes" on the top. That yeah. part's cut off, and on the bottom it says "Have Issues." Now the superheroes that, see that works on two levels. Yeah, it does because their personalities, yeah. different issues, real world problems, right. and and issue in number two seventy seven. This happens. Yo. So, and the premise of the t-shirt has one, yes. two, three, four, five, five, ten, fifteen. They're all DC superheroes. DC heroes and villains. Right. Okay. And um, under each of these heroes is a brief description of them, which I thought some merited that. Let's some use did this not. As, as part of the uh, the art for this episode. Oh, I was going to put Whitney Houston. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll use this for the small one. Put Whitney Houston's face in here. <laughs> Good gosh. So let, let's kind of go Rest down Rest in to peace, it. Whitney Houston. And, and we'll go through it kind of fast. Um, the first one is Batman. Kind of that Neil Adams looking Batman. And under it, it says needs anger management. Oh so my. that's his issue. Batman has needs anger management. Does he? So does he. I think he manages it pretty well. And considering where he where he's come from, I think he handles it pretty well. So do we think that's because now I get the funny haha joke about it, right? You know, but let, let's take this. Let's take this on on real va- on okay on surface value. So he is an angry guy. He you but he uses that anger for good. He, he needs somebody to talk to. Yeah, basically. So would that's you say that's needs. apt? Um, no. I would change it to needs a friend. Okay, needs a friend. I would I would buy I would buy that. Yeah. I agree, Brad. Now, yeah. the next guy I'm not real familiar with. Uh, this is Dr. Fate. It's, it's Kent Nelson, the great Dr. Fate. Uh, his is painfully shy. Is that accurate? I have uh, no idea. No, he's not a shy guy. Now he does wear a helmet. What's, okay, look, yeah. first let's look at the funny haha joke about it. What is, okay. what is, is it that he's not? I think it's because he's wearing a helmet and... Uh, oh, okay, yeah. to hide his face and nobody can't can see. see. Well, okay, ha, I get it. Even the eye holes are whited out, so you don't see his face in any way. But oddly enough, his ears are completely exposed. I get he, it. He oh, has two means. different he's types He's shy, of so he wears a mask. Yeah, yeah. okay. Right. Uh, I in real life, say, is he shy? No. No? Not he's so very much. wise. Is he the Doctor Strange of the DC Universe? Yeah. Now, obviously, he's been yes. around for a lot longer than Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, to you. No, I mean in in the universe and like the physical objective universe. Oh um, the next one, Firestorm, hothead. Ha! Boom! Ah, See that d- definitely gets. Hello. No, you're there. Oh, one of those definitely gets one of those. And yeah, he's he is because his head's on fire. Yeah, much and like he is mm-hmm. kind of rebunctious. I mean, he yes. does kind of fly off the handle. Yes, much like and also much like the Dread Dormammu. Uh, the Dread he has, Dormammu. He has a head uh, composed the ghost of flame. Rider. And the Ghost Rider. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is Hal Jordan. Gr- greenness Envy. Now, I've never heard this word, greenness. Never, neither have I. I know. It's like, does he have like four robotic arms and greenness. four lightsabers? And I'm going to look up he tries the word greenness and see if it's actually G-R-E. My guess is that this is much like much like Shakespeare made up a number of words to add to the English language. The cat who produced the shirt decide to create his own english I don't, word language this does not addition thing. this does not appear to be a real word no it's not i okay i would have guessed that so let's just work with the yeah. green with envy green with envy is, is not apt he's not an envy no but man. he's green but he they've already green. they've already uh established that you can have three word captions 
because they had needs, needs anger, anger management. management. Everything doesn't have to be two words. Pain. So I don't know shocked. why they didn't say green with envy. Yeah, greenness doesn't appear to be a real word. Sorry, guys, it's poorly written. Next is that also looks like a Neil Adams picture, by the way. Next is uh, the Flash. We mm-hmm. don't know if it's how uh, we'll say it's Barry, but I guess it really doesn't matter. It does look like Barry. Speed freak. But he's smiling like uh, like Wally West. Speed freak. Because he's fast. Uh-huh. Uh, next, the Riddler, our first villain. Yes. Know it all. So I would say that's apt. I would have I would have given that to Metron, maybe. Yeah, that's good. Or or Odin, the All Seeing, possibly. I mean, I know this is DC, but you know, for the purposes of this, he knows discussion. it all. He's yeah, a smart guy. I mean, he he likes to think so. Now it depends. Is this the Jim Carrey Batman Forever version, or no. is this the uh, the classic classic uh, version? We're, we're going with classic classic, classic comic. Versions. He's not wearing the top hat. You can only see his head. He has no neck. Uh, next one, so, <laughs> but his now next one, Superman. Yes. He's good. We know it's Superman because he has a spit curl, no glasses, mm-hmm. so it's not Clark Kent. But dual personality. He's kind of got a grimace. He can't I really tell. Uh-huh. Is he smiling or not? He, he's kind of grimacing looks in this like picture. It looks like he's, like he's straining. Stomach ache. He, well, he's straining to. It looks yeah. like Brad Wright a moment ago. I think he's trying to. Face he, he's, trying yeah. to he's trying to work a deuce out, I think. Dual I, personality because he's let's just say, Clark and I'm, I'm glad Superman. we can't see the rest of his body <laughs> yeah. or, or his location. Or where he is. Yeah. Um, Can you, what kind now of the next one? I don't get. Now, now honestly, yeah. hey, that does that does bring to mind a question. What? What is Superman's toilet made out of? Because I can't imagine that that just ceramic can handle a super deuce. Superman doesn't poop. Oh. And he's a vegetarian. Or you know maybe he just flies up into space. His bodily <laughs> and his, just just lets one fly you know whenever he needs to you know adding to his the body space utilizes jump all waste matter. Well, that is super. That's what makes him Superman. Green Arrow. <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> Borderline personality. Don't get it. I don't understand that. Borderline. One. Can you shed light? What does on that, that have one? to do with his bow and his arrow? Borderline, borderline personality. personality. Isn't he has he almost has a personality? Uh, Is that their Green joke? Green Arrow has a very strong personality, yes. and he's very uh, left wing. Yes. Oh, let's see. Borderline personality disorder. If but if there's the, a, if there's that a, third word were there, then yes, I would I would totally get that. Okay, here we go. Uh, BPD, borderline personality disorder, is yeah. a psychological condition marked by a prolonged disturbance of personality function, characterized by depth and variability of moods. The disorder typically involves u- unusual levels of instability in mood and black and white thinking or splitting. Okay. okay, see, I would give that to, like, Plastic Man, like Grant Morrison's Plastic Borderline Man. Borderline personality disorder often manifests itself in idealization and devaluation episodes and chaotic oh. and unstable interpersonal relationships, self-image, identity, and behavior. That's Green Arrow. He's <sighs> yeah. very black and white. This is right, that's wrong. I can get it. There's no You're funny wrong. haha about that. No. It seems to be, you know, fairly accurate. Okay, so that one is just. He is yeah. borderline. He's grumpy. Yes. Uh, Joker, just crazy, easy enough. Apps. Uh, the next one, I don't know who this is. I think it's elongated. I think it's Sue Deb- Debney. No, nah, it wouldn't be Sue Debney. Could that be uh, Zatanna? Well, yeah. the the words are an enabler. But are they spelled backwards? No, they're not. Rel- if it was, if it was knee rel So we need to know who this is. It could be. It's just a brunette. It could be Lois. It no, could it be, could be Lois. Yeah, because she would be enabling. It could be Donna Troy. This one's... Um, well, if it were weird. Lois, she would be enabling uh, Clark's dual personality because that's one of the things about Clark that authors have tried to determine and change over the years is, you know, which one's the personality, which one's the, you know, the disguise. And I think John Byrne uh, made it a point to say that, no, Superman is the person and Clark Kent is the disguise. Whereas most of the other uh, Superman authors have kind of taken the the opposite tack with it. Have you guys ever seen? Um, oh, it, it's a uh, it's Dude. a movie. Uh, Quentin I, Tarantino's in it. It's one of his movies, and he talks about Superman's personality. Okay, and how um, all other superheroes have a secret person. Uh, wasn't that wasn't that one was? of the Kill Bill movies? Maybe it was Kill Bill. 
But how Superman is the exception to the rule with superheroes where they have a secret identity. Right. And they become a superhero. But Superman, that is his identity. Yeah. And he actually, his secret identity is his civilian. So he either stole stole that from John Byrne or John Byrne stole that from him. Okay. Unless I'm got my timeline mixed up, which I don't think I do. Um, Here's the quote. Superman didn't become Superman. Superman was born Superman. Yes. When Superman wakes up in the morning, he's Superman. His alter ego is Clark Kent. His outfit with the big red S, that's the blanket he was wrapped in as a baby when the Kents found him. Those are his clothes. What Kent wears, the glasses, the business suit, that's the costume. That's the costume Superman wears to blend in with us. Clark Kent is how Superman views us. And what are the characteristics of Clark Kent? He's weak. He's unsure of himself. He's a coward. Clark Kent is Superman's critique on the whole human race. I'm not sure what movie that's from, but that's exactly what you were talking yeah, about. That's the quote. And that's always and that was interesting when it was brought up. I thought that's yeah. I mean that's that's a great description. That's Kill Bill Volume Two is what that was. Yeah. What's next on this? Uh Wonder Woman. Uh Glamophobic Fears Marriage. <laughs> Gamophobic. There's no Gamophobic. L in there. Gamma, I'm going to look gamma-phobic up. Gamma-phobic. G-A-M-O-P-H-O-B-I-C. Well, she's afraid of gams, apparently. <laughs> gamma-phobic, to have well, no, okay. an irrational fear of marriage. Well, okay, maybe that. I was thinking she, she's gamma-phobic, uh, gams being a popular uh, term for uh, ladies' legs back in the, back in the old yeah, times. Yeah, gams. Um, but William Marston's original uh, vision for Wonder Woman was someone who she... She wasn't, uh, uh, it seemed like he put her in, in really weird kind of BDSM type scenarios. Right. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder if maybe she was scared of, and I'm trying to remember who was it? Um, oh, it's, oh, it's the Valkyrie. Uh, it's Marvel's Valkyrie who can't, uh, who cannot, uh, combat other ladies. Oh yeah. So yeah. Wonder Woman doesn't have that. Yeah. Valkyrie, when she was, uh, first created, um, she created in the defenders or was that slightly before that? Um, anyway, when she was first created, and I think maybe still is, um, she, um, if she tries to, to actually combat another lady, um, it causes her to double over in pain and, and she just can't I never do it. knew that. Yeah, it's true. I don't think that's accurate anymore. It may not be accurate now cause they've had 30 plus years to retcon and redo and tweak and you know, all that. I think the next one might be my favorite, Frank. See it. It is. I had to close that window. Let Bill say it. Oh, Come yeah. on, hear Bill say it. Dark side. Oh, I expected him to say dark seed. <laughs> like he always does. Um, dark side I, needs a hug. And I yeah. would agree with that. Yeah, that guy needs a hug. Yeah. He, he's I, just a, an angry man. I've always kind of hated um, very punny names. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that why you pronounce it dark seed? Honestly, that's the exact yeah. reason why I used to. Because I just thought, you know, dark side. Ha ha. You know, as a as a 10-year-old or whatever, I'm going, ha, ha, I yeah. get it. I hate it. Right. You know, I, I like the character. I like what they're, what they're doing. I like the danger. I like the epicness of the, of the storyline. But Dark Side, really? Yeah. And it wasn't until I think maybe the JLA cartoons came out that I knew for a fact that it was definitely Dark Side. Right. I mean, you know, I probably always knew that. But, no, I prefer to pronounce it Dark Seed because... It helped me cope a little bit better. I no, guess. I get it. I mean, because I thought when I was a kid, I yeah. thought I saw it spelled S E I D exactly, and I thought, well, obviously it's Dark Seed because if it was Dark Side, they would have spelled it right. Yeah. So they want us to say it this way. And I, I'm I'm just blanking. I mean, Frank, all of a sudden your hair looks like you just stuck it out of a window going down the highway. What happened? Hmm? I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic man wraps himself around work. I get that. I That's get it. funny. Uh, but I'm funny. Sh- he does love his job. Meh. I would say yeah. Yeah, but again, that depends. I, I've I've uh, I just went back and wrote uh, reread a uh, Justice League trade that uh, Grant Morrison had written and Justice for All. It's actually really good. It's got the Ultramarine Corps and. Uh, uh, they they uh, fight an incursion from the fifth dimension and a couple other things. It's just real cosmic. It's just it's is just that cool. unclassified. I think no, it's not. It's uh, I think it's a lot of people think that that's Grant Morrison at his best writing the Justice League. And it's just it's just big and weird and and epic and just, and it's just, just a little tra- uh, yeah. tangent. Have you ever read? His, uh, he did the first Justice League unclassified. The first three issues okay. of that. 
Did you ever have you ever no, read it? No, I huh? guess not. I'd be very. I'll interested. lend it to you. It's <clears throat> thank it's you. It's out I'd there like and cosmic, and I would challenge you to figure yeah. it out. And I don't, you know, because I, <laughs> I don't think you can. Because I, I okay. Because uh, Ultramarine Core is in it, and there's just jumps in logic in there. Interesting. Uh, I wonder if, if you need to have read the original Ultramarine Core to understand this. I don't think it would help. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, the next one is Catwoman. Delusional. Uh huh. Thinks she's a cat. That's. I would. It seems like they're explaining the joke a little bit too much there. Yeah. That's the the first and only time they put uh, the explanation of the joke in parentheses. It makes me wonder what the editor of that shirt uh, told the guy who came up with that caption. Delusional. Well, you better explain that. Thinks she's a cat. Mm. Um. Nah. That one doesn't work for me. Nah. Uh, next one, Aquaman. Fish fetish. Okay, see, I thought that was elongated man, and I was completely was just. I thought it was Ralph Dibney. What? I don't understand that at all. Sleeps with the fishes. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes more sense. Um, um, yeah. Now, now there's the, a uh, there's a Buddy Hackett joke regarding fish that I'm I don't understand the next here. one. Yeah, the this this last line has two that I do not get, and we'll we'll go over them. The first one is Robin, Dick Grayson, probably in denial. In yeah. denial. It looks like the classic Robin. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. It doesn't look like Tim Drake. Or What's Danny he in denial of? Uh, I wish I could help you out with that because I don't get it either. I don't, so I what can't. the heck, people? Don't get it. What's the uh, very bottom of that thing? It says have issues and there's two. something below T-O-O. that. T-O-O. T-O-O? Have issues too? Yeah. Superheroes have issues too. Oh, does it say superheroes At above the, the faces yes. maybe? Yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to lean it over the rack to take the picture. We got four yeah, more. Okay. Let's roll through these four more right. and, and wrap it up. Red Tornado, dressed up for action. Dresses up for attention. Our attention. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't get it. Okay. Unless unless they're considering the, uh, the, the Brad Meltzer reboot where he took the face and visage of John Smith, uh, uh, an Anglo. Um, I... I but I mean, he dressed up like that to basically kind of have a married life yeah. with with a lady, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently it was cool. But I I had never known him uh, up until that point. Uh, maybe I had missed a bunch of JLA episodes from the eighties or nineties or something. But I I'd never known him to be anything but the the red uh, the red android. That was just to give him more something else other than being an android. Because yeah. when you're the android, uh, you're the you're you're yeah. the logical one. Again, you're you're a cipher. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a human, you're a living computer, or whatever, blah blah. Yeah. Uh Cobblepot, Penguin, Arnold. morbidly obese. That's okay. I think that's no, inappropriate. I don't he's <laughs> not morbidly obese. He's actually deformed. I think it's inappropriate. I, I don't get that one either. He's yeah, he's he's is, somewhat it's not deformed. PC in today's uh well, but even political if it, climate. even if it was correct, even if it was politically correct, it's not. It's not. You know what? Physically it should have said because instead? he's not morbidly obese. Should have said nosy. Yeah, much better. Much better. okay. So we need to rewrite this and mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit of photoshopping. Maybe yeah. Maybe. yeah, Barbara Gordon's Batgirl, Mrs. Mrs. Right, Mrs. Right now. I've never known her to be promiscuous, and I think that that one could be under Catwoman. Yes. Especially considering the new Fifty Two reboot, yes. yeah, I would that say people that. have complained about, and I it makes you wonder how old this this uh, shirt is. Um, well, it's current, I would imagine, but for for Batgirl, it should be need a break. Oh, oh, oh too soon, or um, or get or uh, something about shot, something punny with shot. No, you're. That, I think needs a break is that's beautiful. Uh, and the final one, Hawkman. Suffers from bird flu. That's not an issue. That's uh-huh. a. That's just an inconvenience. Yeah, it's also the worst. Uh, it's also the worst headshot of the uh, of the t- the twenty. I think. It, I think it's just the way the t-shirt's bent. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I thought I'd just share that shirt with no, you guys. I figured it'd be something to talk about. Bird flu. <laughs> you know, uh, over the last five years, especially, you know. The comic book T-shirt has just become completely mainstream, you know, which is I mean? interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it just has. I mean, what was yeah, I watching the other day? Some movie or TV show, and it was just plain as day. This guy was wearing a Batman T-shirt. I can't even remember now, but it was like just part of you know mm-hmm. part of life. No big deal. Yeah, isn't it interesting that uh, 
people still want to uh, call comic book fanboy nerds and geeks and stuff when, hey, you know, what's Ashton Kutcher doing wearing a Riddler t-shirt Yeah, then or something? You know, why is the Big Bang Theory well-rated, well-received, highly-rated and stuff? I still love that show. Oh, well, man. Well, all right. Well, how about we call it? Okay. What next are we week. Call it? We didn't next solve week, any issues this week. Next week, I think we're going to talk about some Super Bowl commercials and two trailers that came out recently. Uh oh. And I have a, a brief review of the movie Chronicle. Oh, have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, we'll uh, talk about it next week. I'm kind of jealous. Thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Visit the show's website at halfhourwasted.com to check out our blog, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit our new message board at forumforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You can also drop us an individual email at Brad, Frank, or Bill at Half Hour Wasted and follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Be sure to check out our other shows on the HHW Network. Until next week. But I'm only I'm on this Frank. one. I'm Bill. I really want you to leave the first version of this close in. Just beep it out. It'd be funnier <laughs> that way. I'm Bill. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm confused now. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Happy birthday, Still Bill. Still my thunder. Thank you.